Welcome to the Energia podcast. My name is Stephanie Lianos and I'm a light worker, an energy healer and a soul mentor. My intention with this podcast is to show you all how to access the infinite potential within you by exploring the practices, modalities and habits that transcend you beyond the limitation of the human experience. By tapping into the multidimensional aspects of our existence, we are given the opportunity to co-create a life of magic, freedom and joy, a life beyond our wildest dreams. On this podcast, I will be sharing with you the tools to connect you with your higher self, your soul and the divine guidance that exists within the spiritual realm. I want to give you the codes that allow you to heal your life from the inside out, access the wisdom that lies deep within your soul and to align your energetic frequency with whatever it is you desire in this lifetime. This podcast is a portal into the deepest corners of the subconscious, into the layers beneath the logical mind. I want to empower you to master your subconscious ecosystem so you can live in a constant state of magnetism. There is so much more to this world than what meets the human eye. And it is my mission in this incarnation to show you that you are beyond human. You are light. You are energy. You are infinite. Hello, hello, beautiful humans. Welcome back to another episode of the Energy of Podcast. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about how to tap into your higher mind, your higher self. Um, in a way that's maybe a little bit more tangible and actionable for you. What you'll find as we're going through today's episode is that you'll find or hear certain things that I say that really resonate with you the most. Some of them might not really resonate with you at all. And that's okay too. What it means when you're feeling that resonance is that there is something that I'm saying that your frequency is attracted to that's going to help you tap into your higher mind more and more and more. So there are a million different ways to do things, including tap into your higher self. So it's all about finding the root or the permission slip that is most aligned with you. That's setting off that like curiosity, setting off that like that intuitive nudge feeling within you following that and knowing that that is your pathway, that is your portal to connecting into your higher mind and your higher self. So what is the higher self or the higher mind? I think we all hear this term over and over and over again. We all use it a lot, but it's important to understand that your higher self is you in this lifetime expressing itself in the highest frequency possible. And that is the frequency of unconditional love. Your higher self is seeing all things through the eyes of evolution, through the eyes of love and through the highest perspective possible, knowing that everything in your life is a portal for evolution, for growth. Your higher self is your like biggest cheerleader. Like they want you to succeed. They want you to move forward. They want you to let go of suffering and be able to experience this life that you chose to come into this lifetime, this body in the highest possible way. The higher self can sometimes feel like the intuition. They are two different things, but like, I'm not going to get into the semantics of the details of all of that. But yeah, some of you might refer to it as your intuition. It's the part of you that is not Uh, tapped into your ego and your logical mind. It is beyond that. It does not run with the programming, the subconscious programming that we are affected by. Um, And it really just is your higher perspective on everything that you're going through and experiencing. And it is the highest frequency. So we know that when we're tapping into the energy of our higher self or our higher mind, We are experiencing really beautiful things in our life, momentum, shifts, changes, manifestations, because we are in that higher frequency. We're not stuck in the lower ego self. So it's really important as we're on these journeys to be able to tap into this energy as often as you can. So you're more often in your highest expression than in your lower ego self. 
Now we can tap into our higher self, you know, on a spectrum. We're not going to be enlightened beings, or maybe some of you are in this lifetime, but that's not where all of us are headed in this lifetime. That would be the ultimate expression, egoless experience. But most of us are going to experience tapping into our higher self on a spectrum. Sometimes we're going to be really in it. Sometimes we're kind of just in it. It's okay. However, it looks and feels to you. The whole purpose though, of really attaining that higher perspective and that higher self is that so we can have a more enjoyable life. So we can be in a higher frequency. So we don't get stuck in the, the fear and the stories and the tunnel vision and of seeing things um, the way that we've been conditioned to see so we can go beyond the what mainstream society says get beyond all those stories all that fear or control and actually tap into our own version of the ultimate truth our own power your higher mind contains such a strong power for you to go beyond the human experience for you to be able to see through the bullshit that we are fed as a society. Um, and like, you know, now so many more people are waking up to the power of themselves and their higher mind and less and less are they being infiltrated by the conditioning of society. Tapping into your higher mind, it's like almost giving you a, it's like a cheat code to life because our society, our government, our mainstream media, all the mainstream stuff isn't going to provide us with that. So when you can tap into your higher mind, you're creating your own cheat code for absolutely living this, this life as best as you can and the living the life that you desire because your higher mind knows exactly how to get there. They know the path. They know the path of least resistance and it's always going to lead you there. Yet our lower ego self is going to tap us into the path of struggle, tap us into paths of higher resistance and overall just make life feel harder for us because we're stuck in these old stories. So today is going to be all about tapping into your higher mind, take what feels good, leave the rest. Um, and yeah, let's get straight into it. So the first one I want to talk about is healing your witch wounds. Now, the reason I put this at number one is because this for me was the turning point from feeling stuck in my life and feeling stuck in like my human essence to opening my world, my perspective to the divine, to spirit, to um, greater powers and knowing that there is like such a greater force here at play than just myself. So witch wounds are traumas, conditioning, uh, blocks, wounds that we have encountered in um, parallel lifetimes, past lives, ancestral stuff, where as women, we were punished, killed, tortured, vilified, isolated, whatever you want to call it, for expressing ourselves as spiritual, powerful beings. So, I mean, most people are familiar with like the witch hunts and how women who were perceived to be witches or perceived to be tapped into a higher power were punished so severely in the most horrific and horrible ways because what they were doing was taboo and you couldn't, you know, you couldn't control the witches, like especially men, like men would see women who they thought were witches or um, intuitives, oracles, medicine women, and not want that power to be prevalent in the society. So these witches would be punished in the most horrible of ways. Now, I truly believe that every woman who is interested um, anyone with a womb who is interested in spirituality, personal development, expansion, the universe, manifesting any of that higher mind stuff is interested in it in this lifetime because they have experience with it from previous lifetimes and through their ancestral lines. If you're listening to this podcast, you have 150% been a witch, been a medicine woman, an intuitive, a healer, a practitioner of some sort in your past lives. And I do not doubt that in one or multiple of those lives, you were punished, isolated, shamed for having these gifts that were very taboo. Now, when we heal witch wounds, what we're actually doing is we're healing the conditioning 
that blocks off our connection to a higher power. It's going to look different for everyone, but the way that I really see it and experienced it is that when I healed my witch wounds, I was able to open my psychic and spiritual channels so much more, hear my intuition so much more, hear my spirit guides, be more tapped into my guides because I no longer had this unconscious fear that spirituality would kill me. When I was about six months into this, my business, I developed this crazy fear that I was going to get canceled or I was going to get sued. Like I had this really crazy fear and it was like paralyzing to me. Like I felt like I couldn't do anything. I felt like I couldn't move forward in my business. And so I went to my healer with it. And when she tapped in, she told me that I had a very severe witch wound. Um, and in this lifetime, I was a healer and I was providing energy healing for the people in my community, but I was doing it in secret because it wasn't allowed at the time. And then what happened was like the people in power in the society I was living in found out that I was doing that. And to punish me, they killed everyone in my family. So I brought into this lifetime, this deep subconscious fear that sharing my gifts, tapping into a higher level of spirituality is going to result in me getting punished. And like, in, if you think about it in this lifetime, the, equa the equivalent of that would like be like being canceled. And that was blocking me from being able to move forward and tap into new realms and new avenues and new opportunities because I just wasn't even allowing it in because I was afraid of it. So once I had that witch wound cleared in a healing, then my entire world opened up. And that is when I began channeling. That is when I began changing my healing method. That is when I channeled all these new programs and like took my business to the next level. That is when I started this podcast because my throat chakra was now cleared from that wound. So I could speak about these topics. But before then, I felt really disconnected from my guides, from the universe and really basically from my higher mind, because our higher mind is a part of our spiritual self. It is the higher channels. It is the higher dimensions. So if we have witch wounds that are stopping us from being able to tap into our spirituality, not only does it cut off gifts and psychic powers and all of that, that is for people who are in that realm, but even just for the you know, for people who aren't going into that realm for work, it cuts off your ability to hear your higher mind. It cuts off your intuition. It keeps you really stuck in your humanness because there, are this, there is this unconscious fear that you are going to die or be punished if you tap into your spirituality, even though you really want to. So that is a really profound, um, profound experience for me. And for all of you who listen, who are healers and intuitives and coaches, and you work in this space where you're serving others, healing your witch wounds opens you up to crazy amounts of psychic energy, of gifts that you have with healing. It gives you your own unique ability to work with your clients, gifts that no one else has. It gives you this uh, really beautiful, uh, another cheat code to work with people in a way that your soul has mastered throughout lifetimes and be able to use this as your unique offering and methodology with the world. So I was able to speak a light language once I um, cleared my witch wounds. I have my own way of healing. I have my own methodology. I don't, I work in my own way. And that is everything that I have learned and brought through from a past life. So the moment that you clear these witch wounds, you also open up the path to all these beautiful gifts that you have, whether you want to use them for work or just want to use them, you know, in your everyday life, because everyone should be connected to their spiritual self. Everyone wants to hear their guides. Everyone wants to manifest. Everyone wants to um, be more tapped in, but in order to do that, you need to clear the conditioning around that experience and that side of you. So healing witch wounds is massive for me. And if you haven't already heard, I'm actually doing a free healing this weekend, Sunday, the 11th of February at 4 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. 
which is all about healing witch wounds and clearing witch wounds and activating past life gifts. So I'm really, really excited to offer this. So if you haven't registered already, you can go to the link in the show notes or just head to my Instagram and register for free. You have to make sure you register so you get the Zoom link and get the replay. But if this witch wound thing is like sparking your curiosity, I highly, highly recommend that you join this healing with me on Sunday. It's going to be really, really special and really cool. So the next way that you can tap into your higher mind is through viewing things through the eyes of unconditional love. And this one can feel really, really sticky, especially when we are in a situation or around a person or going through something in our lives that we don't enjoy or that is really challenging us. And any spiritual teacher will tell you from the most ancient of teachings that the most highest frequency thing that you can do as a human is to view things through the eyes of love, of acceptance, of evolution, of joy. Now you pick which of those is most accessible in your situation, but your higher mind doesn't judge things. Your higher mind doesn't label things as good or bad. It just sees things as they are and continues moving. Your higher mind doesn't create these big stories about situations. Your higher mind doesn't look at someone that you dislike and judge them. They just don't. They look for the best parts of them. They look for an understanding as to why that person is the way they are. Now, that does not mean that they accept or tolerate bad behavior or abusive behavior, anything like that. But it's about understanding that that individual also has a soul and has a heart and maybe they're not tapped into that. Maybe they can't see that. Maybe they're so disconnected from that that they're acting out in horrible, horrible ways. But that is not your permission slip to judge them in a way that lowers your vibration. It's your job to move away, put in boundaries, accept them for who they are and walk away knowing they do not serve you. But your higher self does not judge, does not gossip, does not bitch, does not look down on others. Your higher self doesn't complain about other people. They just don't. So if you're finding yourself in these repeated stories or, um, you know, feeling really angry or holding a grudge or doing any of these things towards other people, you can know that your higher mind is not seeing it like that. So the more that you engage in that lower ego self behavior, the lower you're putting yourself in that frequency and the more separation you're creating between you and your higher self. Now, if we look at a particular situation that is challenging uh, rather than a person, your higher mind doesn't create stories. Your higher mind always create negative stories. Your higher mind will always look for the most evolutionary perspective for everything that you're going through. Your higher mind doesn't think really like fearful and worrying thoughts. Your higher mind would see a challenging situation and acknowledge this is for my growth. It would acknowledge the lesson being learned. And it will also acknowledge that you are always so deeply supported and through really believing in that, you're always going to move forward. Your higher mind sees things from a wider perspective. So when you're going through something that feels really difficult or challenging to you and you're maybe stuck in like this tunnel visioned lower self story about it, ask yourself if you can widen your perspective and think of a couple of different higher self perspectives of how you could view this situation. What am I learning here? What have I asked for that this situation is actually preparing me for? What did I not learn the last time this thing happened? How do I turn this into an evolutionary situation and work with it in a more positive and accepting way rather than feeling frustrated and punished and annoyed that this is unfolding in my life? Your higher mind will always take the higher, more neutral perspective and take it as a beautiful opportunity to learn and grow and accept exactly where you're at, knowing it's an integral part of you moving forward. 
Your higher mind knows that the universe doesn't make mistakes. Your higher mind knows that you are so worthy of everything that you desire simply because you were born. If you weren't worthy, you wouldn't be born, full stop. So when you're in these situations that deeply challenge you, you have to really take an audit of how am I seeing this situation? What am I deciding this situation says about me? And how do I swap this or flip this or grow this perspective so that one, it empowers me, two, I'm not giving away my power to someone else or to a situation, and three, how do I learn from this and grow from this? Now, the best way to be able to connect in with that higher mind is through spending time in silence. So for many, many of us as we're going through our day, it's kind of difficult to tap into the higher mind if you've got so much momentum going, going, going with so many thoughts. So the best way that you can tap into your higher self is by allocating time in the day, really intentional time, where you are tapping into the energy of your higher self through meditation. Quiet your mind, put on some like beautiful frequency music and call in your higher self and ask them, what do you need me to know? Or simply just ask them to deliver you a frequency that is going to support you and get you in the feeling of where you need to be. Some of my favorite ways to connect with my higher self and spirit guides and other beings is I don't expect them to deliver me a message through words or through visuals. Like I'm not a visual person at all. I actually just ask them to give me the frequency and allow me to feel it in my body. And what then happens is that I begin to notice how that frequency feels versus how I've been feeling. And I get this really beautiful, visceral, tangible example of what it feels like to be in my higher self versus what it feels like to be in my like lower ego self. So lie down on your bed or sit up, however you want it to be, quiet your mind and ask your higher self to let you feel the frequency of what they are and what they hold. And it's going to give you this insight and tangible way to notice the differences in vibration and also in a really cool and special way, feel what new and different energies and higher energies feel like in your body. It's an important practice and the more that you do it, the easier we're going to get, the easier it will get. So if you can do this every day, you're going to really learn over time to tap more and more effortlessly into the energy of your higher self. And then soon enough, you won't have to just do it in meditation. You'll be able to call on it at any time, any place. And the more that you're tapping into that energy intentionally in the day, the quicker you're able to jump in and interrupt thought patterns, which don't correlate with your higher self. So when you're not used to being in your higher self energy, you're going to start a thought pattern and end up looping and looping and looping and going so far in a direction you don't want to go in. But when you have that experience and you've spent that intentional time with your higher self, when you begin feeling that energy, that lower vibrational energy begin to happen and that spiraling, it's like this switch occurs and you're like, mm, no, I'm not going there. Like I'm not putting up with that. I'm not dealing with that. So that is also a really beautiful way to build up that like resilience to your lower ego self and practice pivoting into your higher self more and more and more. So the next one that I, I want to talk to is something that I am so passionate about. Um, and as a reflector, as someone who has a very open energy, I love practicing this because I just find it's really supportive for me. So this is disconnecting from truths that don't feel good to you. In this day and age, in our day of an abundance of media and resources and connecting with others and information, there are millions and millions of different truths that all lead to the same result. There's a million ways to heal. There's a million ways to practice manifestation. There's a million ways to achieve success. There's a million ways to make money. There is a million ways to do everything. And it's a beautiful thing that there is because if everyone was doing the same thing, like that would be so boring. But what happens is, is that when we're in our lower ego self and we are searching for answers, we, in our anxious state, attached to truths that don't make us feel very good. 
So you're looking for a solution to something you have a question in your mind and you're already feeling a bit shit about it. So then you scroll on Instagram and your Instagram feed is matching your frequency pretty much and sending you like people and resources and information with all these different ways of doing things that other people are doing them and seeing how they're doing them. And they're not making you feel good. They're actually making you feel overwhelmed. They're making you feel confused and they're making you feel like you don't even know how you need to move forward. So if someone else's truth doesn't feel like a fuck yes in your body, then it's a fuck no. If your vibration is not in resonance with what someone is teaching or saying or selling or suggesting, you got to know that that's not the path for you. Because the moment that you come across something and you actually feel like a little raise in your vibration, you feel a bit of curiosity, a bit of excitement, that is your higher self going, yes, go that way. That's the way. That is the path of least resistance. That particular path is in resonance with your vibration. That is your permission slip. So you want to follow the things that give you permission to feel good rather than being inundated with so much information from people thinking, okay, well, they're, they're successful in what I want to do, so I must do it that way. Or that's how she did that and that's that's how I'm going to do it. The best example to kind of solidify this is like, let's talk about weight loss. So before I moved into this field, I was actually a personal trainer for four years, um, managed a really beautiful gym, and I, I really, really enjoyed it. And what I found to be very interesting is that you would prescribe the same diet and exercise regime to people and everyone would have extremely different results. Now, that is so true of everything. There are so many people saying keto is the way to lose weight or, you know, you have to counting your calories is the only way that you can be in a calorie deficit or cut out gluten or seed oils. Like, you know, you've seen it everywhere. Why is it? that some people succeed on those diets and some people don't. If that is the ultimate truth, I'll just say keto, people who preach keto. If keto is the ultimate truth, then why does it work for some people and not work for others? Because there are people doing that particular diet who are not a vibrational match for that permission slip for how they're going to lose weight. So therefore that does not work for them. Now you can say, oh yeah, maybe it's their body shape or it doesn't, doesn't matter. What I'm trying to say is the reason that some things work for some people and don't work for others is because they are speaking to what is true for them and that truth empowers them. The truth that is your path of least resistance, the truth that is how you are going to move forward, it's going to feel really, really fucking good to you when you come into contact with it. It's going to feel, like I said, like a permission slip. You're going to have an intuitive nudge to go that way because your frequency and your higher mind knows that's the way that it's going to work. Your higher mind knows the path. But if you're making decisions from that lower ego self and you're choosing truths that don't actually make you feel empowered, they kind of make you feel disempowered or they make you feel, you know, you come across and you think, oh shit, I better try that. That might be the thing for me, but I don't know it's never going to get you the results that you want. And that's something I've learned very early on in my business when, you know, I first started out, I was following so many different business coaches and all these different things. And they're all preaching so many fucking different things. And I was so overwhelmed. And so I ended up disconnecting from everything and just waiting for my higher mind to guide me to the people that were going to serve me. And that has served me so well. At the moment on my Instagram, uh, at the beginning of the year, I unfollowed every single person that I followed on Energia. I've just recently started following a couple of people again who are really aligned with my truth. But I found that I was so confused, especially as a reflector, taking in so many energies about what my truth was and what my direction was and where I needed to go and what I need to do and what I wanted to say because my feed and where I spent so much time on my phone was feeding me so many different pieces of information about the right way to do things and who's doing this and who's doing what. And I just came to my senses and I was like, no one is like me. No one is my soul blueprint. No one has my gifts. So in order for me to tap into my authentic truth, I need to sign the permission slip, which was just unfollow everyone until you have a real solid foundation of where you're going and what you want to share with the world. 
So for all of you women who are also entrepreneurs, you don't have to follow other people in your niche or in your industry. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and say it. It's probably not doing you any favors. When we have too many people in our industry or in our niche who we follow, it can really dilute our own truth and our own gifts and our own unique offering because we, we are consuming frequencies of other people and they enmesh with our own. Your higher mind doesn't need influence. It doesn't need inspiration. It gets inspiration from source energy, the creator of all things. It will lead you to where you need to go in order to move forward. It will take you there. So you don't need to search for things. You don't need to search for truths. You don't need to look for it. The truths that come to you through your frequency of knowing that you hold your ultimate truth and that no one is you, that is going to be your portal forward. So if anyone you're following or listening to, that is me included, if you don't feel empowered, if my truths don't feel like a fuck yes in your body, you do not need to engage with me or anyone else that doesn't make you feel empowered. Your higher mind knows the way. Your higher mind actually has all of the answers as well. So allow yourself to disconnect from the plethora of information that you're receiving and come into your own truth through meditation, through spending time with yourself, through reading and listening to teachers that really light you up. And that actually really leads me into my next point, which is find a, a guru or a teacher or a leader that speaks to the laws of the universe, of empowering yourself, of these higher frequency concepts that makes you feel alive. And when I say guru, I use that word really specifically because I don't mean someone on Instagram. I don't mean like me even, or anyone like in terms of like podcasts, I mean like go back in time before all of this, you know, the information technology realm, like the plethora of all this started and and the mainstream nature of this work really became popular. Go back to the ancient yogic texts, to the speakers that were creating this and talking about this before there was the ability to see it on Instagram and learn it just by being on your phone. Like these are individuals who have channeled this information from higher realms not even knowing if other people were like talking about it. These people are sharing from like the highest point of their higher mind. And that is going to be some of the most valuable information because they're not trying to sh sell anything to you. It's not, you know, sprinkled with the dust of 2023 or 2024 that we're in, you know, that modern day new age dust. It's not like that. It's old school, dry, it's dirty, it's straight to the point. And it's got so much depth and it's so profound. Seek out spiritual gurus and teachers who speak in a way that is not reflective of the new age. And use that as your foundation for understanding the way the universe works. Get into the nitty gritty of neuro, um, not neuro, sorry, quantum physics and quantum mechanics and understand on a greater scale who we are as souls and what is actually happening in this universe. Give yourself a newer perspective that is, you know, has more depth than Instagram, than the shiny stuff we see on Instagram. Now, don't get me wrong. That stuff is amazing. And like, I love that too. I practice that work, you know, like I love sharing what I know and what I channel and what comes through and my unique teachings. But there is something so special about listening or finding a text from many, many years ago that speaks to these concepts in a way that is just I don't know. It's so pure. It's so potent. I don't really know how else to explain it. Um, I have recently been listening a lot to this being called Bashar. He is a alien for lack of a better term that is being channeled by this channeler called Daryl Aiken or Aken. 
he's been channeling Bashar for like 30, 40 years. And I have recently come across his videos on YouTube. They're like super old, bad quality. Um, and he's still around now. And the things that I've been learning from this guy who's been channeling Bashar for so long is, is it's really blowing. It's really, really blowing my mind. Another incredible channeler from many years ago, I'm talking like 1960s. It's called Seth Speaks. I don't know if you've if you've heard of, um, of that, I think the lady's name was Jane Roberts and she is channeling this being called Seth and talking about all of these topics in a way that is just, oh, I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it, but it's just pure. It's potent and it's fucking amazing. So seek out a teacher that spans, you know, back in time, there's beautiful yogic gurus and teachers who practice, you know, these, um, incredible philosophies and teachings that are from India, go beyond social media, go beyond the glitzy, pretty stuff that we see online and take yourself back, back, back and allow that to be the, the resource or the frequency that unlocks a new ability for you to connect into your higher mind. Because I don't really know how to explain why this helps you tap into your higher mind, but it just does. Over the past few months when I have utilized these older teachings, I feel my consciousness expanding more than ever. Um, and it has been so helpful for me. So I'm really encouraging you to find your guru, find your teacher, find someone. Um, and, you know, let that person comes to you. If this one is really resonating with you, this point, I would say put it up to your higher mind to guide you there and just allow it to come to you because something will come. Okay, so the next one I want to go into is giving less power to your logical mind. Now, obviously, our human minds are extremely, extremely powerful. Our bodies are extremely intelligent. We are such advanced beings. But our logical mind can only see from a certain perspective. It is not created to come up with these higher perspectives. It is not created to tap into other dimensions and other realities and, you know, take a very higher frequency response. I truly believe that when people are creating really beautiful pieces of art or music or um, teachings or, you know, all the coaches and stuff and, you know, people like me, practitioners online, we're not creating these things that we create from our logical mind. We're like channeling them from our higher mind, from a higher place. I like, you know, think about, you know, when you hear uh, athletes and again, like artists and creatives, they talk about being in the flow state. The flow state does not come from your logical mind. And that I know for fucking sure. When we are in the flow state, we are tapped into source energy. We are tapped into our channel. We are tapped into a force that is greater than us. When we give less and less power to the logical mind, when we can like kind of smile and laugh when our logical mind is being really fearful or, you know, coming up with stories, you know, when we can be like, oh, you know, that's not true or, you know, I see you and I hear you, but I know there's more truth than that. And we start trusting in that, in that mind that we love tapping into when we're in a flow state or when we're doing something that is really passionate to us then we really begin to understand that is actually the higher mind feeding down to the logical mind and then the logical mind making sense of that higher information and then feeding it to us. But when we are stuck in the mind, when we are overly just uh, identified with our human mind, we turn off that connection and that belief in the higher mind. The more that you can find yourself in the flow state by doing something that you truly enjoy, whether that is art, whether that is channeling, whether that is creating or writing or anything, the more that you feel that beautiful connection to that higher place of self and the more that you can begin to trust that. The flow state doesn't have to just be reserved for when you're doing something that you love. The flow state is just another word for saying tapping into the higher mind. So when you are more familiar with what the flow state feels like, you can activate that 
in those times that you need to access your higher mind, in those times that you're not sure of the path forward and you need some reassurance from your higher mind. The logical mind is a beautiful thing, but it is not everything and it is not the higher mind. The most incredible ideas that you have come from your higher mind, which is connected to source energy, and then it comes down through your logical mind, which makes sense of it. So you can always, you know, kind of visualize it as like your mind and then up above on top of it, connected to a big pillar of light, your higher mind. When I'm stuck on something or when I need to tap into my higher mind, I like love that visual because it gives me something really visceral and tangible to work with. If my human mind is like going, 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 and I feel that it's kind of running in a direction I don't want to go, I say, okay, what would my higher mind do? And I actually take five minutes to visualize the light pouring into that higher mind, activating it with all this juicy energy and frequency and sparkles and whatever you want that frequency to be. And then watching the higher mind drop that frequency into my logical mind and allowing myself to come from there. So, you know, having faith in that beautiful flow state, being able to travel out far and wide than just when you're, you know, doing something that you love or feeling passionate or feeling tapped in, allowing your flow state to be a natural part of your day by knowing what that feeling feels like and having proof of yourself being there. I bought um, a paint by numbers canvas thing because I was looking for a way to get myself into that state without having to be working. And when I was doing that paint by numbers canvas, I had some beautiful frequency music on. I made myself a nice juice and I was just painting, listening to music. It was raining outside. And as I was doing it, I felt this like insane sense of peace in my body. And I'm like, that is, that is the high mind. Like I'm in the flow state right now. Like it's easy. I feel good. I don't feel worried. I just feel really connected to that greater power, that unconditional love frequency. And it gave me a great baseline feeling to kind of refer back to when I felt myself in a fearful state. And I'm thinking, well, okay, I'm in a fearful state. I'm not in the flow state. I'm not in the higher mind state. So really this frequency is not serving me at all. How can I rethink this situation that I'm fearful about from that energy that I am so familiar with? And what you find when you're in those flow state experiences, when you're in those higher mind experiences, the answers that you need just effortlessly drop in because the logical mind is in receiving mode. It's ready to receive from the higher mind. And it's, you know, it's already in a state of pleasure because you're doing something that gets you into that flow state. So it's in that higher frequency and it can allow things to drop in from the higher mind. So you know, what gets you into the flow state? Is it exercise? Is it running, uh, surfing for me as well? Listening to music, like while I'm driving, feels really, really good. But, you know, exercise those times where the logical mind is uh, just chilling out and isn't needed and give more power to your higher mind than your logical mind. And the last one that I want to talk to which is what I talked about in last week's podcast, but it's being aware of who you truly are. And I think I've said this so many times over the past few podcasts, but it's so true. You are not a human being. You are a soul that chose to be a human being in this incarnation. And therefore you have so much more power than you think. All these human experiences, experiences that we chose in order to evolve as a soul and improve and grow and expand and see consciousness from a different perspective. Your soul has been a variety of different things. Now in this lifetime, your soul said, well, I want to be a human because I want to experience the sense of consciousness from a human perspective. And I want to experience everything that's going through with that. That is just an experience that you are having. Who you really are is source energy expressing itself through you. You are pure consciousness. That is the, the, the real, I was going to say cusp, but that's not the right word that I'm looking for here. That is the true essence, there we go, of who you are. 
And the more that you connect with the teachings, the feelings, the experiences, like being in a flow state that really disconnects you from your human body or meditation or, you know, doing psychedelics or whatever it is to you to detach from that human experience and be reminded of who you truly are, that is going to make it easier for you to tap into your higher mind because you know at a core level that actually your higher mind is more reflective of who you truly are than your logical mind. We over-identify with our personalities, but our personalities are just habits. Our personality is just habits that we've practiced over and over and over and over again. It's not actually who we are. Behind the personality, behind the body, behind everything, we are energy, we are a soul, and that is our true being, our true essence. The higher mind knows this. So when all these things come up in our human world, in front of us, challenges, it doesn't get caught up in these nuances, in these like things that bring our frequency down because it knows that it's not actually reflective of who we are as consciousness. They are all these experiences that are shown to us to get us closer to who we truly are. Because the more that you experience challenges, the more that you grow, the more that you grow, you peel back the layers of the ego. The more you peel back the layers of the ego, the more that you connect to who you truly are beneath all of the ego, beneath all of the stories, beneath all of it, you are this pure conscious being that has no personality. It just is. It is pure consciousness. It is pure light. It is pure love. So in all those moments that you choose that higher perspective, you choose love, you choose acceptance, you're actually becoming more of who you truly are. And that is a very, very powerful thing to do and powerful place to be. Okay, I feel like that's all the points I wanted to talk to. You guys know at the end of every ep now, I kind of just tune in for a moment close my eyes, see if there's anything else that, yeah, okay. One more little thing coming through. This is really connected to the truths that don't make you feel good. Disconnecting from people who don't make you feel good. Connecting with people who see you and appreciate you for who you really are, that lift you up, that admire you, that respect you. Because those people, those that love around you taps you more into this acceptance of yourself, therefore connecting you to who you really are. When you're around people that make you feel good and that light you up, you're tapping into a really, really high frequency. They are like soul family. The people that see you and get you, they are a part of your soul pod. Like you guys made an agreement before you came down into this incarnation that you are going to be together for the purpose of uplifting yourselves in this lifetime. So Huge permission slip. If you have people in your life that don't make you feel good, that make you question yourself, that make you feel less than, that make you feel uh, like embarrassed or that make you feel like you can't be yourself, let them go. Find a way to put up a boundary. Don't listen to their truths. Know who your truths are. Know what your truths are. Sorry. Like know yourself, trust yourself to let go of the energies that don't celebrate you in your authentic nature because they are not part of the plan that your higher mind has. Your higher mind would say, see ya the fuck later to anyone who didn't make you feel like you could be yourself. Now it would do it in a beautiful, loving way without judgment. It would be more of an empowering sense of moving yourself out of that space but hanging around or allowing people in your life to treat you badly or just not let you feel like you can be you, that is a permission slip for you to disconnect from that situation without judgment of that person and move towards perhaps an empty space 
into a void where you can allow people to come to you or connect closer with those who already make you feel good. For a lot of you, I know that you experience this and I experience this too. There can be this deep sense of loneliness, of not having your tribe, of feeling alone when you begin to really align with your higher self. And God, I went through this so deeply and I know, and I know how shit it is and I know how hard it feels, but you have to understand the higher mind perspective, which is in order to create space for the people who see you as you truly are, you need to spend time just being with yourself and knowing who you truly are. Because in the times that we're alone, in the moments that we're alone, we get to understand ourselves at such a deep, beautiful level. And that does require being away from others. And I went through many, many years of not being around friends, not having a tribe. Really up until I moved to Byron, you know, like in Sydney, my closest friends weren't there. I spent a lot of time alone, so much time alone. And yeah, it felt really lonely sometimes, but I knew that the space was so important for me to know myself, for me to connect to my own truths. And when I let go of the lower mind perspective of like, why is this happening to me? I'm alone, blah, blah, blah. And took the abundance mindset, which was there are so many beautiful people in this world. I can connect with them online. I know that the more that I focus on how many incredible people there are in this world, those people will be drawn to me. And as I've moved up in Byron, such a beautiful tribe, all of my friends, I mean, Byron is such a spiritual place. So it's like, I'm in heaven here. Um, But I do now have my tribe, but I went through many years of not. And I truly believe that it was by tapping into the perspective of my higher mind that allowed me to get through that without constantly thinking I was alone and not believing in the beauty of how many people are in this world. So yeah, that's just another way that you can get into your higher mind um, by always looking for the most abundant perspective. All right, my beautiful, beautiful souls. I'm going to leave this one here today. I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast. I hope you've got something tangible from it. I hope that there are some points that stick out to you. And just another reminder about my healing, free healing on Sunday, the 11th of February. So four days from now, if you're listening before then, um, at 4 p.m. AEDT, the healing is called Liberated. We're going to be clearing those witch wounds and opening up your magic and your power. There is a link in the show notes and also a link in my bio on Instagram, which is at energia with four underscores. So hopefully I see some of you there. And if not, I will catch you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave me a review and share it with your friends and family. If you'd like to connect with me, please find me on Instagram at Energia with four underscores or jump on my website, www.theenergiaexperience.com.au. I cannot wait to see you next time. I would like to acknowledge the Gadigal of the Eora Nation, the traditional custodians of this land, and pay my respects to the elders, both past and present.